Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the Monday, April 29th edition of Taekwondo Life Magazine's podcast, Taekwondo Life Magazine Live. I am Mark Zorianis. I am your host. I am the editor-in-chief of Taekwondo Life Magazine and a third Don Black Belt. As Into the Badlands concludes its third and final season, there has been a fever pitch of excitement around the show, the development of a somewhat cult following, and a real sense that people hope this isn't the end. Today's guest is as much a part of the success and the following of that show as anybody. It is Sherman Augustus who plays Nathaniel Moon on Into the Badlands and was a subject of our interview, my interview, in the December 2018 issue of Taekwondo Life magazine. He is a true martial artist in every sense of the word. He is a gentleman, intelligent, thoughtful, funny, and dangerous. A great, a man of great contrast and of great balance. I enjoyed speaking to him and catching up on the happenings for the show and his career and look forward to following his journey beyond this incarnation of Into the Badlands. Enjoy the return of Sherman Augustus. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's been good to talk to you again. It's awesome to talk to you. Very good, very good. Thank you so much for taking the time with us. For those, oh, no uh, for for those of you who are not familiar with my uh, next guest, we are on the phone with Sherman Augustus, who is a, um, as well as being a martial artist, a Taekwondo second dan. Am I correct? Second dan. Yeah. Second dan, and uh, yep. a a practitioner of uh, wushu. He happens to also be a notable. Uh, a former NFL football player, an actor, and of most recent fame is his role as Nathaniel Moon on uh, AMC's Into the Badlands. So I want to welcome you back, um, oh, and for thank you for joining us. Hey, it's, it's a pleasure. We So we did an article, uh, we talked in the fall, and we did an article called, which I entitled, uh, Getting to Know Sherman Augustus, which was one of our most well-received articles in the history of the magazine, um, people oh, yeah. really, really. Even my mom liked it. She loved that article. So that's great. You. I'm, I'm so happy to hear that. <laughs> that, that that's great. I, I'm all about making the moms happy. So that's good. Yeah, um, exactly. So, so uh, I've had an interesting, um, uh, some interesting observations on on my end, which I wanted to speak to you about. We'll we'll, talk, we'll back yeah. up a little bit for those that aren't familiar and, and talk a little bit about your background. But I've seen over the the course now as um, Into the Bandlands is now in its final. Um, stretch of final eight episodes. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen a real groundswell of uh, more interest, more excitement, more discussion about the show. Do, do, do you get that same sense? 
Yeah, uh, the show has has taken on another life. I mean, each season for the show, I mean, from my POV, uh, it seems like uh, the fan following gets uh, bigger and bigger. And a lot of people um, really love the fact that they're doing the the Chinese style, the Hong Kong style martial arts. Um, And we all grew up with that, you know, the old Shaw Brothers films and all that kind of stuff. You know, and so it's it's really amazing now that uh, a lot of people are catching on to that because we have so many shows coming out right now. And I'm so happy that our show is, is the forerunner of that. Um, but like I said before, to reiterate it, you know, the fans basically, you know, caught on. I basically didn't catch on to the show uh, the first couple episodes in season one. <clears throat> And uh, actually, my mom called me up, and she was like, hey, Sherm, have you, have you checked out Into the Badlands? And I'm like, no, I haven't seen it yet, but I'll, I'll check it out. And uh, the minute I saw the show, I was like, whoa, i got to be a part of this some kind of way. You know, hence, you know, a couple of months uh, later, you know, fast forward later, I was standing on that bridge across from Daniel and um, Nick Frost uh, with working with Andy Chang and... Uh, Master Didi. So, you know, I do get stopped a lot and, and people talk about the show. And then the community that we have is so vast now. There's just so many people who are catching on late, I would say, because of, uh, well, well, the good thing of it is it's, it's on Netflix. I mean, right. the short answer to all that is it is on Netflix now. And folks that never got a chance to see season one, season two can now check out season three, A, and pretty soon season 3D and it just it just a groundswell of, of more fans so I particularly dig I think it's awesome which gives the show a huge gigantic cult following absolutely and it's great and I, I've been with it since um, episode one and I've really one of the things that's been interesting to me and I don't know if, if you have a perspective on it is that I think that particularly in the beginning uh, the show was to a large degree followed a lot by martial arts, either practitioners or fanatics of martial arts television, yep. and as, as you said. But I think that the audience base has grown in the sense that I see it, it's crossed over a lot more into, um, for maybe because of the various storylines, or I don't know what your perspective is as to why, but that it has crossed over a lot more into what I would call whatever is mainstream today. Because again, as you said, there's so many platforms and, and programs to watch, but that I see that the audience is not doesn't seem to me to be as limited to to martial arts practitioners, but it's beyond that. Do you do you have that same sense from speaking to the fans and seeing, reading what you're yeah. reading? Yeah, yeah. You know, to, to sum that up in a nutshell, it's yeah the actors that are coming on board, the guest star actors that come on board for the show. Uh, big props to uh, the writing team uh, and their uh, creativity. You know, that comes from Miles and Al and it took the show a different direction. You know, the show had to find its its legs first. With any show, you have to find, you know, they have right. to find their legs. And now I see they have more license to explore uh, different avenues and be more creative with the storyline, which is just incredible. Uh, I was just saying the other night to a friend of mine, my character gets to interact with almost every character, well, actually every character on the show. And that's amazing. A lot of times you don't see that. 
And, sure. um, you know, you want your favorite characters to cross paths with Sonny or your right. widow or, or, you know, or Nick, you know what I mean? Even, even, even Caster, you know, so I got a chance to have interaction and work with all these fine actors. And that's what I think basically comes down to. They have great actors that they can facilitate all this great writing and action. And I, I can't think of what episode it was, but we went 30 minutes into the show without one fight scene. And I was like, whoa, awesome. And it was great scene after great scene after great scene after great scene. Right. And then it was a fight scene. And it was only one fight scene that episode. So it's been, I can't think of what it was, but it's a season 3A. Now, that's, in, that's interesting because I, I, I would agree with that. Although simultaneously, I, I, I think from what I've observed, the complexity and the um, – the dynamic nature of the fight scenes has continued to progress and intensify as the show yeah. goes on. That they seem to, when yeah. you think they can't take it to a, a new level, there seems to be a, a, a new level of um, action that they seem to to achieve. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's quite different. Like the first half of the season, uh, Stephen Fong directed all the fight unit stuff along with uh, Master D.D. did all the choreography. And uh, they both had other projects they had to split and go do. <clears throat> so, the second half, Andy Chang. Andy Chang works a little differently. Andy Chang thinks things out a little bit more, and he, he works out these crazy, elaborate camera angles. They all do. But it just gives a different level and a different flavor to everything because you know what you're going to get here, and then you know what you're going to get there. And it just it just helps you as an actor. Um, basically, you... The, 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 the dance interpretation is, is so different, but in the same sense, it's kind of the same, if, if you get my meaning. Um, sure. Like with Master Didi, you're going to work a lot faster with, with, with Andy. He's, going to, he's very methodical. He's going to think it out. He's going to make sure he's getting the shots that he wants here and there. And it, uh, you know, it just works out. It's always, it's always great as an actor to work with different people that, uh, you know, bring different elements to uh, what they're doing, and it keeps you loose as an actor. It keeps you loose as a performer. And um, I just think that's great. So, yeah, the dynamic is loose. And we had to ramp up. That's the one thing. Without giving anything away within the next sure. couple episodes, we, we have to ramp up. And it ramps up very, very viciously. It's going to be awesome. That's great. Oh. That's great. I'm, I'm oh, looking man. forward to it. So yeah. in terms of your uh, – and again, I think that, that one of the things that um, in terms of looking at any types of martial arts television and any type of um, martial arts movies, um, even though while there's a certain amount of um, <coughs> fanciful nature of some of the, of the fight scenes, that, that, that right. authenticity is important to, the, to viewers, particularly viewers okay. that have a martial arts background, and I, and, and, and I see that there. And I know that you obviously have – continued your training in um, the martial arts. So right. have you found that your uh, role on the show has uh, improved your uh, martial arts skill set? Absolutely. I know that you, you moved into, into you moved more heavily into weapons, as we talked about the last yeah. time when you yeah. when you started with the show. And, you, and, and do you continue with that um, yes. as, as a supplement to your, to your training regimen? Absolutely. Uh, I remember episode the three season two when I was on that bridge and I had to learn all that stuff that was unfamiliar because I never used weapons before. So from there to continue that going into season three, 
you know, was very vital and important for me. Plus, I'll tell you this much, I learned a lot, a lot more as a martial artist. Because it was like starting from zero. When you stop one martial arts and start another one, basically what happens is you're supposed to empty yourself, empty your vessel, learn something new. All that other training goes out the window. So it was kind of hard at first, but it got easier and easier, and it got definitely easier towards the end of season 3B. That's great. And that's a very interesting. And, and what you said is very interesting because I think you're right. I think that, you know, we, we it's the same thing as becoming a black belt, right? People do. People right. that are truly martial artists understand that now that you're a, when you become the black belt, now all of a sudden you there's a reset of your mindset. You haven't accomplished the goal. You're now right. set up to accomplish the next goal. And I think it's true when we when we cross over on styles as well is that if you if you're rigid about your prior training, then you it's much harder to um, you know there are things that are easier because you you have the, the body flexibility and you might have right. some of the muscle memory. But in terms right. of being able to to immerse yourself. You need to have a uh, a little bit of being going back to basics in order to be able to accomplish anything. Yeah, it's, it's familiar. The stuff we do on the show is familiar to Kutsu, which which where oh, I sure. trained Taekwondo. It's it's you know it's almost the same as Wushu, uh, depending on which style it is. And it was a little difficult for me for, for a minute. There were some things that were familiar, and there were there were some things that was just completely out of bounds. And I felt a lot of times that I was getting. I was not playing to my strengths and had sure. to play more to my weaknesses. So, okay, so let's do that because as an actor, you, you, you don't want to be one note. You want to be able to cross the spectrum of each and every emotional uh, frame, you know, in, in the framework and in, in the body of your work. So uh, it, it got to a point, you know, it was kind of stressful at, at one point. And I'm like, okay, because I like to get inside and I like to do things inside and, and get up close. Uh, sure. And we can't do that. Uh, and, we, and what we're doing is is a, a very intricate, difficult dance. But once you get it, you got it, you know. And I used to think right. of it that way. But I would always think about, man, if, if I actually have to do this, I would do this, that, and the third. <laughs> they would go, yeah, that's great, but uh, we're not doing that today. <laughs> this is what we're doing. So uh, that the frustration factor was, was a great deal with that. But towards the end of season 3B, you know, it started to finally click. You know, it was like, getting ready to check for, sure. you know, your, your first belt. You know, it was like, it was that whole thing. And I found that interesting. And, and at some point I just had to let go and be calm about it and just go, cool, this is great. And just accept it. But I am a different martial artist now. I'm totally different. I know more things uh, that can help me. And um, especially flexibility wise. Oh my God. Awesome. That's great. That, 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 that is, that's great. And and when we had talked the last time, you had expressed to me that even for um, a few minutes of screen time, that, the, that there was a tremendous amount of time that was spent filming those scenes, that those scenes were all, and those scenes, that that continues throughout the um, the seasons, that there's still... Yeah, a, yeah. A, go ahead, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. Um, it was still, it's still something that, yeah. you, that, that in order to be able to, to capture it, that it's done. That there's an elaborate um, uh, amount of time that is 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 committed to each of the uh, each of the fight scenes. I'll say one thing. You know, which with, with each uh, fight choreographer, choreographer, uh, and that includes uh, Master Didi and Andy, uh, because they're pushing along during the day, and you know you have to do several camera setups and several angles and all that kind of stuff. Then basically you learn it. You'll learn something. You you'll watch the stunt. Um, 
doubles do it, and then you do it, and you, you peel off with your your perspective uh, stunt double that you're going to fight against. So if I'm fighting against Emily, then I'll sure. work with somebody who does who who works with Emily. So we'll do that. We'll go through the steps, and then if we have enough time, then we'll do it, and then we shoot it. And then as you go along, as you, I mean, you know, first take might be okay, second take a little better, third take, fourth take, you got it, moving on kind of thing. And uh, it does take time. Um, the one thing about our show is that there's two units. There's two full units. There's a fight unit and there is the, uh, the, the drama unit. And they each get an equal amount of time. It takes eight days to shoot an episode, plus we shoot in blocks. So you might be shooting two different episodes at one time. You might be shooting 309 and um, 308 at the same time. Uh. And you, you're going back and forth. So it can get a little confusing sometimes, but uh, a lot of times when you're doing that, if they didn't get the particular shot, you might have to go back and finish that fight scene up over here. So sometimes it takes almost, it should take no more than four to four days to shoot each fight sequence, uh, or maybe two. Sometimes it gets stretched out a little bit because of, of the time constraints and, you know, what drama needs you to do and what fight unit needs sure. you to do. So it gets, it gets, and so we, we ran into a couple of Saturdays, you know, uh, where the schedule got a little wonky and, you know, we had to do fight unit on Saturday or, 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 sure, or sure. unit on Saturday or something like that and go, oh, my God, it's never going to end. It's never going to end. But it's, it's, it's fun to do and it prepares you for what lies ahead. Now, you know, working on a regular show where you just go in and they have eight days to shoot this episode and you go in and do it, and, you know, it's not a lot of dialogue or whatever the case may be. Sure. It's so easy. It's so easy. Like, this is this is, you know, grammar school, guys. Right. You know, I was just over here at, uh, you know, MIT, you know, making formula for rocket fuel. Exactly. Uh, and, and that's, you know, and, and that's what's so important about, uh, what that strikes me about Badlands. Someone asked me uh, a couple of days ago, what was the dream job? Well, that was, the, I mean, I had a lot of dream jobs. But right. this was, it is the dream job and, and dream role. Uh, there's there's that's, nothing that can compare. At all. That's great. That's great. Let yeah. me ask you from a practical standpoint because I know yeah. for for me in particular in the martial arts, you know, particularly if I we do a lengthy black belt testing or things of that nature, or, or you went yeah. to a tournament or competition, you know, downtime is a killer for for martial arts oh. to some degree, right? You get yourself uh, very loose, and then there's downtime. So I would imagine based on what we've talked about that there's a lot of downtime in between shooting those. How do you keep yeah. yourself? Um, you know, limber and, 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 and from, from tightening up and stiffening up during those, those periods to be able to, to maintain that, that peak, um, that, that peak, you know, energy focus and, and, and flexibility while you're doing that. Is it, is it, is it something that you're, that you do consciously a conscious routine or is it's, it just a matter of keeping flexible? It's just a matter of, it's, it's all those, it's all those because you got to remember also we shot in Dublin, Ireland and it was very cold. Uh, I think we spoke before and I told you that uh, we got snowed in. It was so cold right? And for four days. So we had to shut down for four days. And uh, when you walk out there to do, <laughs> uh, I think we were doing the big battle sequence uh, when I ride down on the horse and have the whole thing. And Lydia sure. me. It was, the, that was the coldest day in the world. I played it some cold weather, but that was like, you know, that'll make a grown man cry. Cold. <laughs> it was cold. And uh, I remember I was just, I, stre- I got up that morning, 
I got up like at four. I stretched. I stretched. I was nice and loose. I got all dressed. I went downstairs. That air hit me. I was like, oh, no, dude, this is, this is, this is not right. This is really evil. Got to set, you know, got dressed and everything, and uh, just tried to stay warm in the trailer, stay warm in the trailer. Uh, in between setups, you know, you find a truck or something, you go to your leg up there, sure. and you stretch, you stretch, you stretch, and you try to stay as warm as possible, and you hit it. It is a mindset. And sure. a lot of times, no matter where your mind is, you just can't get there. I mean, you might get there someplace in your quad or your hamstring or something like that. You might be able to do something, depending on what sure. it is. But you have to constantly keep moving. And, and I remember a couple of times where we were, it was so cold, but we were sweating profusely. And that's when you know you're loose. Other than that, that it's is like, re- okay, that's, that's a I'm tough struggling. place to be. Yeah, that's, it's that's a, a tough, tough place to be. That's, but, that's you know, if our, all our stunt performers are doing all the things that they do, you look at right. them and go, look, you know, I know they've been training all their life to do that kind of stuff. That's what they do. But, you know, I can't let all these, these men and women down. I'm going to have to just get loose, do my assignment, to make sure I'm pulling my weight, and we can all look good, you know, because they're doing, they're doing what they're doing to make me look good. So, well, and, some, and somebody's doing something, so, something right because it, it, it definitely, it definitely uh, – shows in in the in the finished product so that, that yeah, that's great yeah yeah so so tell me what is to the extent that you can what is the the life after this this conclusion of into the Badlands for the show we'll, we'll talk about you your your life for you afterwards in a minute but for the show is there the notion that there will be a lot of um closing type promotion for it will it will there be a potential um spinoff that, that's, that you can talk about, or, or is yeah. it just now becoming now will be the type of show that, you know, 10, 15 years from now, the, the, three, the three seasons of Into the Badlands will have this enormous cult classic, and, and, but, it, but it, will be, it will be the fully encapsulated version of it. What, to the extent that you can talk about it and you know, what can you tell us? I, I know that it will have a life, uh, for sure, after the, uh, the last couple of episodes. There's, there's, you know, talk and plans about a whole bunch of things. Now, there was going to be a spinoff, uh, and that was just recently um, canceled uh, a couple of weeks ago. So uh, myself and uh, a couple of other actors were going to be involved because what happens at the end of this season, it's set up to bring another – element into the show and the other element that was going to come in was going to be worse than the black lotus and worse than everything worse than pilgrim uh, so and then there's so there's that and then there's there's also talk of an animated series there's also talk of uh graphic novels um it's not dead it's not dead at all um, that's great i wouldn't be i wouldn't be surprised if you know our fans fight hard enough to get us you know somewhere either back on amc are somewhere else. Now, AMC owns the show, so I don't think they're going to be just that gun holder. Okay, guys, yeah, you want it here? Take it. I don't think they're going to do that uh, because they do dig the show, and uh, I do respect the simple fact that you know they have other shows that they want to put on their platform. So that's fine that these things happen. Sure, uh, but I'm pretty positive that it will have a life after the last. Eight episodes. You've just made a lot of people very happy, including me. Right, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, there's no reason for me to be walking around my place, yeah, rubbing, snapping, drinking, scooping, you know. Like, <laughs> 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 I buy those sorts of guns. 
no, 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 you just can't, you can't do that because I know that this, this show will live somewhere. And, um, you know, somebody had blurred out to Alan Miles a couple of weeks ago, hey, what about a movie? And they kind of looked at each other like, <laughs> and they keep everything, they keep all their cards right. played so quite close to their chest. You can't see their cards right. at all, you know, and you try to pry them. And they go, oh, well, uh, uh, we'll talk about that. <laughs> and so right, don't, right, say, right. We'll, don't say we'll talk about that to me because I'm like, okay, all right, well, then it's a done deal. Uh, <laughs> you know, if it was like, hey, Sherm, uh, well, I don't think so, buddy. You know, go stand over there. I'm like, all right, so it's not going to happen. But no, they give it away when they say, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're giving, you, they're, they're giving you the, the thread on the sweater that you, you, yeah, you, you yeah, can pull, yeah. but you, you, you pull it anyway. So. Exactly, um, exactly, exactly. So, so tell me about projects that you have outside of Into the Badlands. Is there anything else, or, is, or it is, has it so fully occupied you that you really haven't had great opportunities to schedule other things? Do you have other things that are that are in the immediate works in terms of film yeah. or, or television projects? I immediately did a film for Latoya Morgan. Latoya Morgan is one of our supervising producers and also one of the head writers on Badlands. And actually, she just wrote a couple. She just wrote a a, a really cool uh, Walking Dead. Uh, that aired three, three weeks ago. So I got in trouble with this a couple of weeks ago because I gave away the uh, the whole plot. <laughs> so she, so she, she threatened to uh, uh, cut me out. <laughs> <laughs> the power um, of the pen is mightier than the, the sword. Exactly. <laughs> You're right. Uh, it is a political drama uh, based on next year's election. And... Um, the, there's a female candidate, which uh, is played by Ingrid Rogers, who plays my wife, and it's uh, it's really deep. It's very wordy. Latoya has um, this ability to to take words and take language and take situations and make them so real that it's just it's a softball. It's hard, but it's a softball that she's pitching to you, and she allows you to take that material and mold it and, and, and make it yours. And um, she does that with Badlands and she does that with everything else that she, everything that she likes. So it was an honor to do that. It's her directorial debut. Uh, great people. Uh, she almost had a whole full, full female uh, crew and they worked. Uh, they did their thing. So I'm very proud to uh, be uh, a part of that. And this Friday, uh, I have an episode of Proven Innocence. Um, oh, okay. Directed by yeah, directed by another uh, great director, up and coming director, Allison. I can't think of Allison's last name. But shout out to Allison. Um, and uh, it's Danny Strong's show, and, I, and uh, I'm a friend of Danny Strong's. Um, and uh, you know, got a call and say, "Hey, man, you available?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's a really, really good role, and it's totally different from." Uh, I get to play a scoundrel, so I'm a scoundrel. Oh, wow! That's yeah, nice. I'm a scoundrel. Yeah, I'm a scoundrel doing that. And then uh, another film. Uh, called Till Death, I did with uh, uh, the director is uh, Aisha Flowers. She's in her 20s, and she wrote and produced and directed this along with uh, Leah Daniels Butler. Uh, Leah Daniels. Uh, oh, sister. sure. And um, a really cool dramedy uh, based upon uh, a couple having a marital spat, and something happens. And let me see. I can get well. I can say this. Something. Well, what happens is um, the uh, the wife. They're in an argument. She falls to her head, and she comes back to haunt her husband. 
and he's having this conversation with her, and it's just it's insanely, insanely funny, and really it it, it made me really uh, stretch my muscles uh, because I mean what what I do if I'm talking to someone that's dead and they're, they're still nagging me and they're still telling me not what how you know. Uh, worthless I am and what I <laughs> as a husband and all this and that stuff. And this guy is just at his wit's end. So uh, it was a very, very cool project to do. Tamela uh, Jones plays. Tamela Jones is just an awesome actress. Uh, she plays my wife. And it was really, really fun to mix it up with her because she's no joke either. So those are the things. I read a bunch of scripts for Pilot Fever. Sorry, uh, helicopter's going over. Uh, nothing that really grabbed me. Uh, but there's a few things uh, I did read for the prequel uh, to Game of Thrones. I did do that. That was the, probably one of the most exciting things that happened after uh, I got wow. back from Ireland. Um, of course, uh, it didn't work out, but it was just really cool because it was like, hey, man, you know, uh, they really want you to, you know, do this with an English accent. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So it, it, it went off really well, but uh, they had other plans, which is fine. I, I will watch the show. Because I'm a Game, That's good. Game of Thrones, uh, you know, uh, fanatic. That's but right. other than that, uh, there's uh, other things that, you know, we're just putting together. Me and my business partners, uh, we're just pitching a lot of stuff and uh, a lot of uh, television shows uh, for uh, cable network. Uh, nothing for uh, regular, like, you know, ABCs, NBC, sure. the, the CBSs. Uh, I live in that, basically, the, uh, the cable world because it's more cinematic to me. Uh, and they, they're, uh, they're willing to take more uh, risks, it seems, and they're willing to do things that are less formulaic. So I, I agree exactly, with that. exactly, exactly. You know, the formula, the formula shows, the uh, procedural shows. Uh, I, I'm just so over them, and they make those things like you know, right? Uh, it's going out of style. But it, well, your range. I mean, from from the stuff that you're you're talking about, obviously you're uh, very talented, and, and and but the range oh, of stuff you, that you're involved involved in is, is great. It's it, it it's for for people who have, um, I know that in addition to the show having its following, I know that you have a growing following, and I think mm-hmm. certainly well, de- well, certainly well deserved. Um, oh, well, thank you. you. You're a kind uh, gentleman as well as a great actor, and a, certainly a great action, uh, a great action star. So, oh, thank um, you very much. We're, we're very privileged to speak to you. And where can people find out more about um, you and keeping uh, in touch with your? Um, with your career and what's happening? Would it be IMDb or is there it, another it website? Be, or? IMDb, or you can, uh, I'm, I'm always tweeting about stuff. I'm going to be hitting this Twitter uh, pretty hard this afternoon and tomorrow uh, uh, promoting the show for Friday night because uh, I wasn't in last night's episode and then next week's episode I'm not in. Uh, I got had two two episodes off and it was well-deserved. I did some traveling. <laughs> Good, good. And well your, your, your Twitter handle is uh, at Sherman uh, Augustus. Sherman Augustus with, with a two. I don't know. Somebody else had Sherman Augustus. I'm like, dude, that's my name. So I have right, right. Sherman Augustus with a two at the end. Okay. The, numer- so, the number two, right? The, 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 the number two. two. Yeah. Right. The, right. Yeah. Very good. Very good. And we will be um, – th- this episode will be pr- uh, following it'll, – it'll be oh, as probably in a couple of weeks – um, to okay. coincide with the winding down of the last several episodes of Into the Badlands. And um, I look forward to a long-term relationship with you and, and uh, speaking Absolutely. to you as, as your new projects 
Um, we're, we're always happy to speak to you. Uh, and and now that we have the podcast going, we we have the podcast and we have the uh, the digital and print version. So we have a lot of ways awesome. to promote. So awesome. thank you very so- much. And, and I'm here anytime, anytime, you know, and especially that- after, uh, you know, uh, episode 16. I mean, it's going to be very happy. And there, I just would like to get the reaction from everyone that are fans of the show who will like the show. I just want to see it here and see their reaction because it's, it's going to make a, a gigantic left turn and it's going to be exciting to see. Well, it's very good. As a, as, as a martial arts journalist, as a martial artist, and as a fan of the show, I'm very excited for all of it. And I thank you so much for taking time out of your valuable schedule to speak with us and our fans. And um, I encourage everybody to follow your career and, and uh, uh, I know this is just another one of uh, exciting things along the journey for you. So thank you, sir, oh, thank and you all, the, all the best, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you. Be well. Be well. Okay. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.